0: This is the Insecurity Project. If you're looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it, or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you. It's not just good for your friends and family. It's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, I'm back. It's 10-minute Tuesday time again. Sorry for those who are bitterly disappointed that there wasn't an episode last week. I did plan on putting one out, uh, that I didn't. I ran out of time before being offered my thinking retreat. Uh, such a great week being away. It was hard. It's hard thinking, hard reviewing everything my whole life, uh, making sure I'm Thinking clearly, strategically—it's wisdom. It's going to work. Uh, it was a, a hard work. In fact, I came home on the weekend and just was useless. Did nothing. Uh, but yeah, an amazing, amazing thing to do. And I'm so grateful that I was—I made that time. And I think everyone will benefit because it just means the the offering gets refined, updated, improved, and the Insecurity Project keeps doing good work in the world. Uh, so that's it's interesting reflecting on this year too. What what an extraordinary year! Um, I, I think the gift, if I had to pinpoint the biggest gift of 2020, and it, you know, even that word might be strange for people. What what gift? There was no gift. I think there was. I think there was a big gift in 2020, and and that was uh, the loss of certainty for people. I think the gift when when your world gets thrown into chaos is it means a bunch of fear comes to the surface that you may not have even known. A bunch of stuff that was lying dormant now comes to the surface and the beauty of it being on the surface is you can now deal with it. You can resolve it. Whereas it's probably just as toxic, just as destructive underneath the surface, but you couldn't see what it was doing. The loss of certainty uh, means that it's laid bare. And what a, what a beautiful opportunity. So, so many people this year have reached out from a point of great pain and chaos that they wouldn't have been otherwise. And it's been great because then they've got to work through insecurity and uh, solve this problem. So, so, today I want to talk about the 80-20 principle. So, uh, Richard Koch has built on Pareto's principle, the 80-20 law. And, and he's, this book, the 80-20 principle, is is game-changing. That was the main framework that I used to do my thinking retreat and, and my review so, so the basic idea is that uh, 80% of your success is coming from 20% of your efforts uh, in, in almost every area of your life. You think about as a parent, you're doing a lot of stuff. Uh, but if you were to review the data, 80% of your success as a parent, the things that are contributing positively into your child's existence comes from 20% of your efforts. And 20% of, of the success is driven by 80% of your effort. So it kind of makes sense if you can get clear about what the 20% effort that yields 80% results is and do more of that and work out what the 80% stuff you do that only gets 20% uh, success and do less of that, well, you become more and more efficient. So when it comes to business, uh, 80% of an organization's activity yields 20% results, 20% yields 80% uh, of the clients that work with any business uh, that they get most value I get 80% value from 20% stuff that you do, that you offer. So if you can get clear on what 20% is and do more of that, then things improve. So when I think about the 80-20 in terms of solving insecurity, I think it's a really useful thing to get clear on because I would say um, people trying to solve this problem, there's a lot of activity going on, there's a lot of intention, there's a lot of effort, there's a lot of work, but I would say it's true that that uh, 20% of what people do to solve insecurity yields 80% results and 80% of what people do only yields 20% results. So if I had to pinpoint the 20% activity that yields 80%, uh, here's what I would say would be the most effective things the stuff that genuinely transforms people's life. So, um, you know, within the seven essential practices, I think there's a kernel of, of truth and... Action that is is breathtaking in in its ability to transform your life. So if I had to pinpoint it, here's here's how I'd go. So practice one and step into the light. What's the twenty percent within that practice that yields eighty percent results? I would say it's all about precision in problem solving, in accurately seeing what the problem is. So uh, you probably heard me say a number of times that the insecurity problem is most precisely described as a problem about your own opinion of yourself. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like it's a problem associated with your fear of failure or rejection or not being good enough Or you know, there's a bunch of abstract ways that I've got low self-esteem. I've got the imposter syndrome. There's a bunch of weird ways of describing it. And a lot of activity gets wasted within those definitions. If you can laser focus and go, no, this is a problem of my own opinion of myself. This has got nothing to do with what anyone else thinks about me. This is entirely about what I think about me. And hold yourself in that space. Just that awareness is transformative. There is enough within that little piece of problem-solving clarity to get you into the whole process. Every time I watch a person stay there and not get distracted uh, and, and move away from that central theme, they stay there that they, they they move forward dramatically this is a problem about your own opinion of you second practice responsibility so i watch people fall into the trap of wanting to blame someone else for that opinion thinking well yeah sure i've got a problem about my opinion but the reason i've got this opinion is because of what was said to me my, my mom was was unkind my dad never encouraged me. My, my school teacher was cruel i was bullied that's why i've got these opinions it's someone else's fault makes sense right Easy to waste a lot of energy thinking about what should have and would have and could have happened had you had better conditions or more support or more love. Um, but it's misdirection, right? That's not where the action took place, I promise you. It took place within your own sense-making paradigm. You were the one that formed the opinion. It's all you. Uh, and, and the moment you can understand that and realise that the pen has always been in your hand, you've always been the one deciding what things meant about you. Um, and and stay in that space, then it it changes everything. Because instead of thinking, well, how do I write new stories? Well, how do I tell stories? Well, hang on a minute. You've you've been telling stories your whole life. You know very well how to tell stories. It's all story. And you've been the one telling those stories. So stop looking outside yourself for this solution. Practice three, sack the pain. Um, The 20% effort that yields 80% results in that is just an accurate cost assessment. So just some clear thinking Um, reviewing the data around how the opinion of yourself is actually costing you. Because it's easy to avoid that, it really is. That's the example of smoking. People smoke cigarettes simply by ignoring the pain. Easy to do, very easy to do. Just because something's killing you doesn't mean you have to pay attention to that. If you did pay attention, it would be beautiful because that would create massive pain and massive motivation. So just stop and just notice really clearly all the ways it's this it's opinion you formed about yourself is costing you, and then and then to stack pain on that opinion. So, like the trap I've, I see people make is they they stack pain on themselves, so they blame themselves for that opinion. That's not useful. That's wasted effort. That's eighty percent effort that's only going to yield twenty percent results. Twenty percent effort is stacking pain on the opinion. Like you're fine. You've always been fine. The problem's not you. The problem's your opinion of you. You get that you weigh the cost of that opinion, how it's costing every area of your life. Wow, dramatic impact, transformational impact. Um, practice four, develop a compelling life vision, hard work, right? Lots of lots of activity and energy going into working out, well, what am I gonna do? What do I want? What's my purpose? What's my vision? Uh, so lots of 80% activity for only 20% results there. The 20% activity that gets 80% success in there. I would say could be best summarised by the permission to have silly ideas. Uh, I really think that's key and, and beautiful because I watch people get so paranoid by having to get it right, that they, they don't write anything down. They don't allow themselves to say anything because the moment they say, I write something there, if they feel compelled to have to act on it, what if it's wrong or if it's not what I want? Uh, it's better not to say anything. If you can have silly ideas then you could have honest ideas and if you can have honest ideas you can have powerful ideas but it's got to start with this permission for silly ideas all my best my best stuff the things i'm most aligned to my, my central themes around a compelling vision all of them every single one of them started as a silly idea i promise you this wife that i've married been married for 21 years. That started out as a silly idea. It's like, if I could have anyone in the whole world, if I could, I know I can't, but if I could, that's the one I want. I know she's out of my league. I know she's way too sophisticated for a country guy like me, but if I could, like that's the one I want. (laughs) Silly idea, no chance, not a single chance of that happening. But if I could, that's the one I want. Silly idea. But the moment you put out silly ideas, and these silly ideas kind of get stuck inside you and you realize they're not actually that silly at all. There's some part of you that does actually want that. Um, Starting my own coaching business, that's a silly idea. Uh, that was a very silly idea the first time I had it. That's it, I'm gonna quit my job and start a coaching business. Huh, I'm gonna make a million dollars and change world. Oh, excellent, silly idea. I'm gonna move my family overseas for nine months. Oh, really, that's an interesting idea, pretty silly idea. I'm gonna have 20 acres, five minutes from town, silly idea. I'm going to write books. Oh, yeah, silly idea. I'm going to work with the UN. Silly idea. Like, it's, that's, if you can give yourself permission for silly ideas, that's the 20% that's going to yield 80%. Um, practice uh, five, get help. So practice six, get help. Fight. Five, five. Don't even know my own model. Practice five, get help from someone who doesn't care about you. Um, like, I would say, inevitably, the most transformation of any of the activity happens within coaching conversations. And that's not because I'm trying to, you know, big note, my ability as a coach, I'm just saying when you have a clean conversation with someone who doesn't get in the way, it's, it's extraordinary. Every time coaching conversations are what creates extraordinary results. for They're the moments of breakthrough in those conversations. So you've got to have conversations. You've got to, Uh, position yourself with someone skillful enough to hold you in the space where they're getting in the way. Um, Practice six, be the hero. So the 20% that yields 80% there would be reconciling the past, like the willingness to review the defining moments, just to go, okay, I'm, I'm terrified that that thing that happened means something really bad about me and I've never had the courage to go and look at it to see if it's true. Okay, well, I better go and have a look at it and see if it's true. There's no other way around it. So to kind of objectively go back and review the data around defining moments and reconcile those events, what, what does this mean? Does it mean that I'm bad? And if it does mean I'm bad, we don't recover from that, but that's an option. Could this opinion be true? Only one way to find out. And just one by one reconciling the defining moments, the moments that you have use to say something bad about yourself, the origins of those opinions. And practice seven rewrite the story. So I would say that 20% activity is always morning rituals around story, state, strategy. So first thing in the morning, storytelling work, deliberately being clear about deciding who you are, who you wanna be in writing that story, saying it out loud, visualizations, affirmations, storytelling, then priming your state, then doing work from that. If you just get up and do strategy, just go do work based on whatever state you find yourself in with no work, reviewing old stories and creating new ones, you remain stuck. So uh, 80-20 principle is breathtaking. It applies to every area of your life. Um, It applies to solving insecurity. Uh, So I hope that's given you some insights into the stuff to really pay attention to. Uh, cool so there'll only be a couple more 10 minute Tuesday episodes for the year you've probably seen the the one minute coach book is out now along with a journal uh, to help you track ideas and make notes that's really a key part of learning to, to complete the learning loop by writing it and visualizing it and um, you know internalizing it so great gift for yourself great gift for someone else uh, so yeah Go to the website, get, get the One Minute Coach book. If you haven't already got a copy of Unhindered and even Elegantly Simple, get the three, get the three in one. Uh, we'll leave it there. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear, and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work, or becoming unhindered in your life? The Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to the insecurityproject.com.